Welcome to another episode of the It Ain't Wrong To Be Strong podcast series brought to you by Ramfit Athleisure. My name is Rob James. I'm the host of the series. I'm also the CTO and founder of Ramfit Athleisure. Menswear for mission-driven masculine men. We're a constant reminder of how far you've come and that giving up, giving in and taking a backward step is never an option. Now that should be your mindset when you're out there chasing after your own hopes, dreams, goals and ambitions. It's on you to make shit happen and it's on you to get shit done. Nobody cares because they're all too busy being the hero in their own story and it's time for you to do the same. So silence your inner critic, think big, take massive action and go out there and start living your best life because you're running out of tomorrows. In today's episode, I want to talk about something called being a magnetic, mission-driven, masculine man. And more importantly, I want to talk about being magnetic. Uh, so it doesn't matter whether you're on the single, well, if you are on the single scene, you'll find this interesting when the dating scene, you're, you're looking to get laid or pick up or connect or even a long-term relationship. I think the principles are the same. Uh, you'll find this interesting because it's about attracting people on the same frequency. It doesn't matter what you're doing, uh, looking for a partner in business or friendships or whatever it is, you start attracting people who are on the same frequency. And that's what being magnetic is all about. So when you're out there on the dating scene or the single scene and you're a mission-driven masculine man, then you start attracting feminine women. And it's not about having money. It's not about having a, a nice car. It's not about having being tall or good looks or all this kind of shit. It's about stature. And when you're a man of ambition, then you've got a presence and you have stature. And that's what it comes down to. So if you're chasing women, uh, you're dwelling on the, on the bottom of the pile with other men and you're competing with them and you don't want to compete. That's what being magnetic automatically does. You start standing out from the crowd, right? So that's what you want to be. When you chase women and you compete with other men, you're probably competing with other men who are on the same level. And you're probably the kind of man who can't be alone. You can't be in solitude. You can't spend long periods of time in your own company. And when you look like that kind of man, then you look codependent and that can be very toxic or not can be, it is. It's toxic because you can't be alone. You don't trust your partner. You're trying to be controlling. And the men that I do know that are codependent or did know, well, actually, I still know them. I just don't hang out with them very much. You don't want to be that kind of man because it's toxic. You look bad. And if you're associating with codependent men, then you must be the next one, right? So you don't want to be that kind of man. You don't want to be seen as codependent or somebody who can't be on their own, who can't enjoy their own company and who can't be in solitude for extended periods of time. If you can't, then I would say that you've got some trauma that you haven't let go of and you've got your own demons that you haven't dealt with. And I would suggest that you start working on those before you get into the next relationship. Otherwise, you're going to start finding yourself repeating the same behaviors over and over again. Now, when I talk about being magnetic to other men, especially in groups of men, they look at me like I've got two heads. And the first thing that gets thrown around is I think I'm better than everybody else. I've got tickets on myself and things like that. And it's quite the opposite because I know that I'm below average in my own mind. And, you know, when it comes to working on myself, I'm talking about, I've got a lot of shit that I've got to fix. I've got a lot of shit that I've got to work on. I've got my own flaws. I've got my own demons. I don't put them out there for everybody to see, but I'm working on them. And that's what we should be doing. So the opposite is true. I don't think I'm better than anybody else. And a magnetic, mission-driven, masculine man knows that he's not better than anybody else because he's out there working on his own hopes, dreams, goals, and ambitions. He's leveling up, 
and he's doing the difficult work of growing from the inside out. And weak men don't have the courage, drive, and determination to do that. So that's when they start throwing things out there like what I just said, that it comes from a place of low self-esteem, it's cynicism, and you know, it's it doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good either. It's it's not uh, there's no confidence there. So that's the first thing. Anybody who's magnetic, they don't think that. They're actually attracting people. So it doesn't work like that. The laws of the universe don't work like that. So one way that you can be magnetic is become mission-driven and know your purpose and your meaning and live it with passion. Now, the first thing that we probably should talk about, and it's not the only way that you find your purpose, but one way that you can find your purpose is you reconnect to what you enjoyed doing or what you connected with as a kid, as a young man, maybe living at home, maybe in your late teens or early teens, whatever it is. With me personally, two things I wanted to do, and I wanted to play music. I, I love playing the guitar. I've, I've written songs. I've recorded a CD that I don't think anybody is listening to has listened to from memory but I've done those things and my biological father who I've never met was actually a muso which is quite funny because I did all these things before I realized or before I found out that he was a musician but anyway that's the first thing I enjoyed doing was playing guitar singing writing music and things like that I still do it in my own time in my own space I don't like to annoy people with the sound of my of, of my voice especially singing <laughs> so that's the first thing is is uh singing and playing music. The second thing I enjoyed doing was being creative. And then as I got older, as I got a little bit older throughout my, I think, early teens and my late teens, I enjoyed fashion, I guess you'd call it. <laughs> I, I tried to look good. But I enjoyed looking at clothing brands, whether it was in magazines, and which is what was all that was around when I was a kid. I enjoyed it. And I, I connected sort of mentally with a brand called FUBU. And I'm not sure if you're old enough to remember. I think they're still around. But that was a brand that I connected with very early on in my in my life when I was growing up. I can't give you a date, an exact year, but I do remember I, I'm pretty sure I was still at home. Uh, and it always planted the seed of of having a clothing brand. And I was like, wow, you know, it's just this is awesome. And it just went through life. One thing led to another. You listen to your parents, you go and get a real job, you go and, you go and, you know, you stop being stupid as they say, and you go out and get a trade, you give up on your own hopes, dreams, goals and ambitions because they told you to, you know, all this kind of stuff, we're all guilty of it. But then later in life, I reconnected with it and I probably reconnected with both of them actually. I, I did go out there and get a guitar and I've, I've always played guitar, I've always written music um, and I love it, I love singing, I don't sing to everybody. I, I definitely reconnected with the the uh, the passion, I guess you'd have, or, or the goal or the, the ambition that I had to have my own clothing brand. It was always a dream of mine. So when I got to my late 30s and I had an opportunity through a brand called Iron Bunny, who was still around in the US, I think, I became the Australian ambassador, not the ambassador, I became the Australian stockist. I basically imported the brand from the US, got things made here and overseas, stuff like that. Uh, and that was the foot in the door. I didn't know it at the time. I thought I was going to be with Iron Bunny for a while, but then I just thought, you know what? I've got to start creating my own thing. I've got to start doing my own thing because as men, we should be creating our own wave. We should be forging our own path and stepping out of the shadows. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It means that you're 
driving things forward. You're progressing. You're becoming a leader. Um, all these kinds of things. That's what it means. It's it's not so much that you're, you know, every man should be doing it. A lot of people do, especially in martial arts. You look at the way martial arts has evolved. People have gotten to a certain rank or they've gotten tired of putting up with their master's bullshit and they go out there and they do their own thing. Well, that's what it, that's what it's all about. And that's what I definitely did with Iron Bunny. And I noticed that things weren't working out the way that I wanted them to. I uh, wasn't getting the the help that I wanted. It was a little bit like a franchise. It just wasn't working for me. So in the background, I started working on my own brand and I was using the connections that I made through Iron Bunny, who were all freelance artists, by the way, and, and operators. They weren't uh, particularly uh, assigned to Iron Bunny, but I started working with them on my own projects. And to this day, I'm still working with them. So, you know, I'm all about loyalty and stuff like that. So it, it, it comes out, right? But I ended up creating my own brand, and this is where Ram Fit came from and, and how it eventuated and how it became something tangible and real. It came from a thought. I made it up in my own head, and I, I ran with it, and I used the connections, as I said, and it just grew and it grew. The idea grew. I started making clothing. I made a lot of mistakes. I wasted a lot of money, and then all of a sudden, I've got this mission, and I'm living with purpose, and I'm I'm living with meaning and I'm doing it with passion. I'm spending a lot of time. And back then I was getting up at 4.45 every morning. I was going to work in construction. I was painting high rises. So I was working you know, away from home 10 hours of the day. I was training four nights a week in Kyokushin Karate. Actually, it wasn't so much training. It was teaching. I had two schools. So I was training four nights a week. I think there were eight classes a week or something like that. And then Friday afternoons, I was doing Japanese swordsmanship. So on top of that, every night during the week, I was staying up to one o'clock in the morning after I got home from training, which was about 8.30, quarter to nine. And I was staying up till about, oh, geez, it was anywhere between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. working on making connections and designing clothing and things like that. And all of a sudden, which is the point I want to make is I stopped being distracted. I stopped going out. I stopped partying. I stopped gaming. I stopped, not that I was a big gamer anyway, but... You know, I stopped going out chasing women and trying to get laid and jumping on on uh, dating apps and things like that. All of a sudden, I just had this purpose in life and I was working every day and I was never lonely and I was never bored and I was never chasing women. Of course, you know, we connect with women and, and you, you know, have relationships and get laid and all those kinds of things that adults do, but that's what happened. Um, but, you know, I stopped doing that as much and I was more focused on on my mission. And as it evolved, I, I sort of narrowed down and doubled down on it, and it became clearer who I wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing in life. And as I always say, you've got to find out who you are, what you want, and where you're going, and that's what I actually did. And that's what I've been doing since, well, probably 10 years. I started building Ramfit, in, or the idea of it anyway, in Iron Bunny in my late 30s, early 40s. So it's been a good 10 years, and it's 10 years of being creating myself not only a clothing brand um i've been creating a lot of things i've been training in in kyokushin karate and teaching for the last 12 years as well as building my brand as well as doing the podcasting and writing digital newsletters and things like that because i'm here to motivate energize and inspire men and as it turns out i actually motivate energize and inspire women as well which is why the brand is taking a bit of a turn this year but 
more about that in another podcast episode as we move along. But the point I'm making is you discover your mission because you reconnect with the purpose or, or what you connected with as a kid. That became your purpose. You don't know it at the time. It's just something that you're interested in. So you start doing it, you dabble in it, you have a bit of a go at it, or you're good at it, you're talented, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, some people are strong enough or lucky enough, however you want to put it. Maybe it wasn't the right time for people like me, but some people know from a very early age what their mission, what their purpose, what their meaning in life is. And they've been doing it since they since they were a child. Since they were, I, I know of martial artists that have been training since they were eight. You know, and I've heard of people doing it since they were four years old. I don't think you really know what you're doing it for. But anyway, um, you know, you might have been exposed to it, but I don't think you've been training in it since you were four years. But anyway, who knows? What do I know? Um, So people know very early on in life what their purpose, their meaning and their mission is. And that's, you know, it's admirable. It's something to admire, that's for sure. Not everybody connects with it that early. And I definitely didn't. The sad part is, is we listen to our parents, we listen to friends, we listen to people who really have no idea what they're doing, and they they talk us out of following our own hopes, dreams, goals, and ambitions, and we we end up doing things that we we don't like doing. We 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 get into a job that we hate, we don't like it, we become miserable and cynical, and then it's just life of living in a rut. You know what I mean? We we constantly doing the same behaviors and it's the same habits and. We don't even know what we're doing. We're just hanging out with the same people who don't know what they're doing, don't know where they're going. They don't know who they are. And next minute, we're 70 and 80 and we're, we've wasted our entire life on garbage. So the point I'm making is, guys, you want to be magnetic. You want to be doing the exact opposite. You want to be working on what you want to be doing, on being the best version of yourself you can possibly be. And then you'll start attracting the right people. You start attracting people on a similar frequency. And my Kyokushin karate teacher told me a very long time ago when I was 18 and never a truer word was spoken. He said to me, always keep your head down and chip away and the right people will take notice. So I want to pass this wisdom on to you today and say, that's how it works, guys. You've got to start, you know, Knuckling down, focusing on your mission, focus on your own purpose, focus on your meaning, what it is you're here to do. And when you do that, you'll start attracting the right people. The right people would take notice, as Hunchy told me way back then. And it happens. I can tell you I've lived it. I know it's true. And that's exactly what happens. Ever since I started creating my own brand and I was creating my own or working on uh, Kyokushin Karate and I was training, I was attracting all kinds of people. You'll always be a beacon of light to idiots and people who don't uh, vibe with you or or on the similar frequency. You're always going to attract all kinds of people. But that's up to you to to sort of uh, sort through the pile of shit and work through it and say, hey, this person's for me. No, that person's not. You want to associate with people who uh, have strength of character, but we'll go more into that in another podcast episode as well, but that's what you want to be doing. And that takes time because strength of character is revealed, right? It, it's something that people, or it's manifested in the way that they have designed their own life and the things that they're working on. But as I said, we'll talk about that later. 
So you'll always attract people, but when you're magnetic, you attract the right people. And that's what we want to do. We want to be attracting people who are on the same frequency. And what I mean by that is you're attracting people who think the same, who do the same things, who have similar values, principles, and standards. Because when you associate with people who are very similar and think the same way, you are going to have less drama, you're going to have less problems, you're not going to have as many uh, broken relationships and friendships, because you're going to be around these people for a lot longer. And sure, you have disagreements, things happen, but you're going to attract better quality people. You're going to attract people who are on a similar mindset. Their mind is set to similar things that yours are set to, because that's what a mindset is. Anyway, we want to be magnetic and we want to attract quality women. We want to attract quality men and we want to attract the right people that we can associate with and we can feel like we can be our authentic self. We can be, you know, ourselves. We don't want to be go out there. You don't want to wear a mask and you don't want to be someone you're not in a group of people because I tell you what, it's draining and it's tiring. And I know a lot of people who still do it and they are drained. They come home from work at the end of the day. They've been wearing their mask and they're very, very tired. They don't have energy to, to train or work out or do anything. And they're, look, we can go on about that all day as well. But um, you don't want to be that kind of person. Okay. So being magnetic is about attracting the right people. And you only be magnetic when you, when you work on your own hopes, dreams, goals, and ambitions. And when you do that, the irony is you start attracting people. People come into your life. You're not chasing people because chasing people repels them. You're attracting quality people who want to be around you and they are attracted to you because you're ambitious and you're working on your own shit. You're growing from the inside. And the, the main reason is you become highly desirable to feminine women. And at the end of the day, as a man, that's what we want to be, right? So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, guys. Uh, it's, it's not about having tickets on yourself. It's not about thinking you're better than anybody else. It's about attracting the right people and working on yourself at the same time, and you become magnetic. It's very simple, but it's not easy to do. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a fantastic day, whatever you're doing, and keep winning, and thanks for listening.